Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Really glad to have this man back. He's a Republican, Arizona 5. It's Andy Biggs. Andy, how are you? Good to see you. Great, Joe. Good to be with you, man. Uh, member of the House Judiciary and Oversight and Reform Committees. Um, I'm confused by what we're seeing. Today, we hear that uh, former President Trump says Jack Smith contacted him or his people, said that he's the target of another investigation this time about the events of January 6th or questioning the election or something. Um, Andy, I'm confused by this because we know what President Trump said on January 6th. Go peacefully and patriotically and, and make sure that you look out for the police. He said everything right uh, in that speech, just bas- basically saying, look, if you've got a question for Congress, go and make yourself known, but be peaceful and be patriotic. We also know from Cash Patel, the former chief of staff of the DOD, that there is a literal paper trail where President Trump, two days before January 6th, on the 4th, offered to Muriel Bowser, the, the D.C. mayor, and to Nancy Pelosi, who had control of the Capitol Police, the National Guard. They both turned him down. So why are we here? You're here not because we follow the rule of law, uh, but because the authoritarians that are running the DOJ and the special counsel uh, is decided that they have got to go after um, Donald Trump. They really would like to put him in jail for the rest of his life. They think that would kill his movement, which is a restore America movement. Uh, and to me, it's just uh, unnecessary vitriol on their part. But but it's it's more than that. It's insidious. This is a continuation of the takedown of American values and the American rule of law to try to undermine the United States of America. I'm going to say what I said a minute ago, and I appreciate that answer. I'm going to say it again. We have proof. Cash Patel told the January 6th commission, which was an illegitimate commission, he told that committee exactly what I just said. There is a paper trail. There was a meeting in the Oval Office. What do we do heading into January 6th? We know there's going to be a massive turnout uh, for, from people who just want to be heard. Um, what do we do about it? They offered ten to 20,000 National Guard troops. This isn't me saying it. This isn't speculation. They've got paperwork where Bowser and Pelosi both said no, or the Capitol Police said no, but Pelosi was in charge of them. So why are we playing this game as if he didn't do that? Well, it's Orwellian. I mean, because again, again, Joe, the reality is we have, it doesn't matter what evidence you have anymore, whether you have evidence of Hunter Biden's laptop uh, that he violated IRS laws or, or he has bank accounts or other evidence. It doesn't matter about that. It doesn't matter if Hillary Clinton uh, was setting up on her personal computer at home uh, and using it for classified information, which is a, a, a felony, right. multiple felonies. It just simply doesn't matter anymore. It, the left has be, become authoritarians. They used to be the ones who said question authority. And then when they started winning political uh, elections, all of a sudden they are the ones that are in authority. And they their new motto is abuse authority, abuse Americans, destroy the country. That's what's happening. That's why they're going after Donald Trump right now. 
that's why they go after whistleblowers who have protection and are supposed to be protected under the law. Uh, and, and, you know, Joe, it's it's every institution in this country has been co-opted by the left. Uh, they don't have a lot, but they have p positions of power throughout right. our government and in our society. And they're trying to use it to basically do what Barack Obama said he wanted to do, and that is to remake America. District 5 Republican, great state of Arizona. It's Andy Biggs. Uh, okay, so you're on judiciary and oversight, uh, oversight and reform. Uh, since I was about six, when I learned about how our government worked, I knew that the House held the purse strings. I, Andy, I keep hearing the House holds the purse strings. Can you or can you not defund Jack Smith's illegitimate uh, investigation into Donald Trump? Now, now there are going to be, uh, some people are saying 45 more charges are coming, which yeah. doesn't make sense. The first 37 or whatever it was didn't make any sense either. Can you take his funding away? Uh, we can. We can. Why don't his, you? Well, you got to have the votes to do it. Um, and the question is, do we have the votes to do it? Um, we're trying to take away funding in other places like the FBI and their surveillance of American citizens. So, yeah, we can do that. We can get it out of the House, but then it's got to go to the Senate. And then it, it, let's say a miracle happens and it comes out of the Senate. Then it's got to be signed into law by Joseph Biden. So that that's the uphill battle we face. Now, uh, I'm not using that as an excuse. We can only control what we can do in the House. And since we can control what we do in the House, we should take away that funding. And I believe we should also take away, we can take away jurisdiction of the courts right. um, and under, the, under the Constitution. And we should be doing that as well. Um, and, and I'm trying to push for that. But we're, we're, Joe, let's just face it, I'm fighting an uphill battle even within my own party. Some continue to ride the uniparty uh, horse, and that's a problem. There are two schools of thought here. Number one, uh, they're doing this to Trump because they want to make sure, solidify, galvanize his support around him so that he will be the nominee. They think they can beat him again with Biden. The second school of thought is they're doing this because they're scared to death of him and they don't want to run against him in 2024. What do you think is going on? I think it's the latter. I, and, and I think it's, it, even if they profess that they're not afraid of him, I believe they are afraid of him. But they're, they're afraid of the movement that he put together, the Make America Great Again movement, this, this, this movement that says we, should, we are a constitutional republic, we love the country, we love the Constitution, and we're going to defend our freedoms. They don't want that, and they believe if they put the head of that movement into, into jail or prison, uh, convict him of, of bogus crimes, that that movement will die. It will not die, and I would tell you, I think uh, it will get stronger and stronger as they continue to attack him, because the bottom line is Americans want want justice, they want fairness, they want transparency, and they're getting none of it from this special counsel and from the Biden administration. By the way, I agree with you wholeheartedly. If they wanted to run against him, just don't charge him with anything. And he'll go and he'll run, and you could have a clean race, and you could beat him if you think it's going to be that easy. I agree it's the latter. They're scared to death of him. It's District 5 Republican, great state of Arizona, Andy Biggs. He's the chairman of the House Freedom Caucus, co-chair of the Border Security Caucus, and co-chair of the War Powers Caucus. Let's talk about the weaponization of the DOJ. We know that it's happening. We know that they sent you know, uh, um, a bunch of agents to go raid a guy who was praying in an abortion clinic. We know that they, they literally wrote a memo Merrick Garland signed off on saying that we've got to be careful of right-wing extremists and domestic terrorists at school board meetings, for God's sakes. We ignore Antifa because it's not really a real group, Andy. 
turns out they're not really doing all this mayhem, and we're ignoring major crimes that are happening in big cities around this country. How do you get the DOJ just to become a blind enforcement uh, agency again that just goes and upholds the law, and it doesn't have any political persuasion at all? Can you do that? Is that insurmountable? Um, right now, uh, I think it's, it's almost insurmountable because uh, personnel is going to drive policy. So we've, even with good policy in place that's meant to be blindfolded, like Lady Justice would be blindfolded, um, when, pe- when people get some power, and I, I really believe this, you get a little bit of power, some of these people, and they almost invariably start abusing it. And so for us to, for us to take back DOJ, we have to do the same thing you and I were talking about just a second ago. You have to attack their funding. You have to attack their policies. You have to rework and reorganize them. And you have to basically say, no, no more. Um, and that's, again, again, I don't think we could get a full complement of Republicans to come in and say, Merrick Garland, we're going to do a Holman rule on you and we're going to reorganize DOJ and out you go. Um, and we're going to break up DOJ. We're going to live. We should be limiting jurisdiction uh, again on, on crimes they can investigate. Right. Um, and we should be holding them their feet to the fire in oversight capacity. That's one of the big things that that we can do is that the American people have to be able to see this. You see it. Your 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 followers see this. Yeah. But most Americans are oblivious to everything from the border to why we have inflation to why people are being uh, put in jail for 14 years for uh, uh, a misdemeanor type violation of of walking around the Capitol on January 6th, even though they did nothing violent and committed no uh, act of vandalism. And they may be 70 years old is the one case I'm thinking of. Americans need to know. And that's why we do uh, the oversight hearings. Biggs.house.gov is the website. It's Andy Biggs, District 5 Republican, great state of Arizona. I I think that the most frustrating thing to people who are watching and listening, and certainly to me, and and this is not you specifically because I think that you go above and beyond um, trying to make sure that the checks and balances are in place, but the DOJ is in the executive branch. You guys in the legislative branch do have oversight, and you get to be the check and the balance of what the DOJ is doing and of what the executive branch is doing. But Christopher Ray can sit there and answer no questions. You've got the... The, the, uh, the deputy um, director of the FBI can sit there and answer no questions. They can be snarky and sarcastic about it. They can say absolutely nothing and get away with it, and there's no hell to pay. You can censure him. I don't know what that does. Um, I don't know if you could take his salary away. Not that they would hurt him. He's a rich guy. What do you do to keep Christopher Ray in line? The guy literally will not answer a question, and these are very direct, very pertinent questions that Americans want answers to. Well, Jim Jordan is talking about contempt. Okay. So contempt citation, that's a start. Uh, I, again, you got the Holman rule. That's where you reorganize and out he goes and, and he's not there any longer. Uh, again, you have to take away their funding. Uh, so they're talking about taking away a billion dollars worth of funding that pertains primarily to their bigger than the Pentagon Taj Mahal headquarters. But that's probably not enough. You probably have to reorganize the FBI. You have to take away some of their authorities under uh, Section 702 of the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act. You have to reform some of those authorities that they have. Uh, and, you know, until until my friends are serious, then they, these guys will continue to abuse it. They've got a little power. They think they do anyway. And they're going to abuse it to accomplish whatever their private or, or public ends are. And until we stand up and say no more, uh, 
they're going to continue to abuse us and the American people. They'll have no respect for us. That's what that's what I keep telling people is they come over here. They have no respect for us. Why should they have any respect for us? Because they can get by with this over and over again. Andy, are you surprised that Jim Comey and Andrew McCabe and and Peter Strzok and Lisa Page and all these people, Brennan Clapper, everybody who lied um, about Hunter Biden's laptop, everybody who lied uh, to the FISA court, was they were doing circular news stories. They were planting their own news stories, then using that to the judge. Hey, look, there's a new news story. Um, uh, the, the dossier they all knew was fake. That was bought by the by the Hillary Clinton campaign. Why are these people out pushing books and being um, contributors on news networks when they should be facing the music? Are you surprised nobody's being held held to to pay the price here? Uh, I used to be surprised at that, Joe, because I used to think, well, okay. Now, now let's now let's go after him. I mean, yeah. Uh, but now I'm not surprised anymore. I'm not surprised anymore because um, until again, I, I mean, it's, it's a broken record. But I, I can compare it to like the Matrix, where you take the red pill if you want reality, the blue pill if you want to keep doing the same thing over and over again. Right. Uh, in living in a fantasy land, and I have to tell you, a lot of my colleagues have swallowed that blue pill. Uh, where they say, well, we'll just keep trying to do the same thing over and over again and hope something different happens this next time. That doesn't work. You you, ha- you, you can't even nibble around the edges anymore, Joe. It's right. an existential crisis, which means you have to go to the core, to the heart of the issue, and you have to start going in and start pummeling it with all, you, all your might. And that might includes every tool in the congressional legislative toolbox, which includes funding, oversight, contempt, uh, elimination of programs, agencies, and departments. It, and it just takes, uh, in my opinion, it doesn't even take that much courage. You, you just have to say, these are our principles, our values, and we're going to fight for them. And, and some of us are doing that, but by golly, um, some of uh, our colleagues just uh, can't get that that picture straight yet. District 5 Republican, the great state of Arizona. He is the chairman of the House Freedom Caucus and, and many, many other seats uh, in important committees as well. It's Andy Biggs. Uh, Andy, I've got to ask you about cocaine at the White House. Now, maybe I'm stupid. I was invited to the White House in 2017. I invited President Trump, luckily one of five shows that were, were invited that day. And uh, before I could go in and take my shoes off, I had to go through scans. There were dogs all over the place. They had to go through every single thing that we were bringing inside. Now, I'm not uh, somebody in the administration. I'm not somebody who's a family member of the president. But I would imagine we would be against cocaine being brought into the White House, especially near the Situation Room. This isn't where a tour goes. This is some special digital receptacle, they're calling it. They're also calling it a cubbyhole uh, where, where this cocaine was found. Do you believe they don't know whose cocaine it is? And can the House do anything to make the Secret Service give up information so maybe you can investigate it? It is so hard for me to accept that they could not find any fingerprints or DNA uh, and, and that out of the 500 people or so that, that entered that space um, during the, the, the relevant time period, they couldn't narrow it down. Um, just too many people to, uh, to question, I guess. Uh, they, they, my understanding is this, this, these are little lockers. We had a briefing on these are little lockers. We have them here when you go to Skiff or anywhere like yeah. that. And you, you've seen them. You throw in your, your, your phone, yeah. lock it up, and you go. But whoever it was, I suspect, realized that they had a little bag of Coke in their pocket when they got their phone out of their pocket or their purse or what their bag, whatever, threw it in there, threw it in with a bag of Coke, came back, got their phone, locked it up, walked away with a key, hoping that it would be days before anybody 
uh, noticed it. So that's the story that we get. Uh, they claim there's no cameras in that section of the White House. Um, Do you believe that? I don't. Um, I've been to the Andy. I couldn't go to the bathroom without a guy escorting me. So I mean, yeah. the, the bottom line is it's the most secure building on the planet. They don't have a surveillance camera near the Situation Room, really. Yeah, hard hard to believe, isn't it? Um, yeah. But they but they they said they don't. And look, I've been in I've been there. I I know I've been there many times. Yeah. And I I'm like, well, I always assumed I was being watched, right? Yes. Uh, and uh, but they claim they didn't. But outside, though, they have all these cameras, so they know who went in in the requisite time period, right, in the relevant time period. So so why and, – and they also have digital – they have digital um, uh, uh, login, right? So, yes. So everybody – they know everybody who's in there. So why can't you just narrow it down? I mean truly narrow it down and – I'm sure they can, but but they don't want to. This is much more convenient. It's Andy Biggs. Andy, it looks like there's more information that came out today that, uh, in fact, the whistleblower from the IRS was telling the truth. It looks like he was pressed to not look more deeply into Hunter Biden and his big-time IRS issues. In fact, they were pushed away from doing the investigation thoroughly. And $5 million to the president and $5 million to his son, allegedly, from an oligarch in Ukraine. And the left wants uh, us to believe this is a nothing burger as they keep on charging Trump. Is this nothing? No, this is serious stuff. Um, the whistleblowers confirmed that there were 20, uh, 20 uh, LLCs or shell corporations. You have multiple bank accounts, multiple transactions, big dollars coming through, millions of dollars coming through uh, from various countries. And uh, so that's, that's, on the, that's on the investigation side. That, but the part that you're referencing is a side that's just as, as disturbing, and that is um, you got DOJ – uh, and, and the U.S. Attorney's Office basically saying, well, we're not going to uh, uh, approve search warrants. Um, we're not going to we're going to slow walk this stuff through so you can't get it in time. We're going to um, uh, tell you what you can ask, what you can't ask. We're going to tell you who you can interview and who you can't interview. Wow. Um, and basically, in the end, uh, remove that entire team after five years of investigation and uh, replace him with somebody else. U.S. Representative Andy Biggs, uh, District 5 Republican, great state of Arizona. Andy, thanks for making time today. My pleasure, Joe. Thanks as always. All right, we're back after this. Stay right here. This is The Joe Pags Show.